Herm Edwards has officially been fired from Arizona State Sun Devils football. We need to talk about it right now. So this is an emergency podcast for the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey yo, howdy, and welcome to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw. I am your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you all so much for making this podcast the first listen of the day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you want to check us out in that visual platform. Of course, wherever you do get your podcast, though, make sure you hit like and subscribe. Turn on those notifications so you get an update every single time we post new content, which is typically... Monday through Friday, unless something like this happens and then we have an emergency podcast to cover it. So yeah, make sure that you're like and subscribe and turn on those notifications. If you're on Twitter, go ahead and follow me. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and find the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Guys, huge, huge, huge news as it was announced within the last hour of the within the recording of this podcast. So around Two o'clock Arizona time on Sunday, the 18th of September. It was announced per Ray Anderson and first tweeted out by Chris Cartman that the Arizona State Cardinals have officially parted ways with Herm Edwards as the head coach of Sun Devils football. Absolutely insane news. I I feel like we all kind of saw it coming at this point, but nonetheless, it 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 it, it, it <laughs> kind of stumbling on my words because I just was caught off guard. I wasn't sure if this was one of those situations where you fire your head coach three weeks into the year, but here we are, Arizona State fans. Herm Edwards is no longer the head coach, and I know that a lot of Sun Devil fans are rejoicing right now. There's a lot of celebration that the Herm train is over and the experiment is done in Tempe. It wasn't the best experiment in the world, but I think Herm did more good than he did bad for Arizona State. Looking at his track record, uh, Herm was with the program for four, eh, four, four full seasons. I mean, 2020 was only a four-game season because of COVID violations, and then he coached three games into this year. So out of 46 games, he ended up going 26 and 20 with a 17 and 14 record in the vi- in the conference. Excuse me. So. Positive overall record, positive conference record. He was only one and two in, uh, uh, what are they called? Bowl games, though, which includes two losses and the Las Vegas Bowl. But, hey, he did win the Sun, parentheses, Devil Bowl. Uh, Just a really frustrating tenure with Arizona State. It definitely felt like the team should have been better than they were. And, I mean, there was so much hype being generated for Herm Edwards when he came to this program. I think people seem to forget that one of the biggest draws about Herm was the whole, he played in the NFL for, you know, however many seasons. And he was a coach in the NFL for a while. He was the head coach of the Jets for a minute there. And everyone just kind of looks back and they're like, this guy knows the pros. This guy knows how to get to the pros. If, if he's able to do some great recruiting, 
this should be able to turn the tide for Arizona State, right? That should be able to hopefully get young kids, eight, 17, 18-year-old kids to want to go to the program because, hey, Herm Edwards knows how to get to the NFL. And, I mean, he brought in guys from the NFL on his coaching staff. Marvin, uh, Marvin Lewis, former Cincinnati Bengals head coach, was the defensive coordinator and then took a spot up in administration for the team. Brian Billick was brought in this offseason. He's a Super Bowl-winning head coach with the Baltimore Ravens. They put together a very, very good coaching staff. And it just didn't pan out the way we hoped it would. Antonio Pierce, another former NFL player, was the defensive coordinator. His defenses never lived up to the expectations. Zach Hill, the former offensive coordinator, just couldn't put together a consistently dominant offense, despite the fact that Jaden Daniels was pretty dang good during the majority of his tenure with Arizona State and the ridiculous amount of talent that you've had in, in that offense. I mean, between between some of the receivers and the plethora of running backs that you've had, Arizona State has had no issue with talent offensively or defensively, honestly. I mean, you just saw, uh, what, four guys get drafted for Arizona State, three of them on the defensive side of the ball. This is This is not a talent problem for Arizona State. No, they're not Alabama. But there's no reason that they can't be an eight-win team every year. And we look back at 2021, there were seriously high expectations for this football team. It was a senior-laden roster. There was great anticipation that everything was just going to mesh and come together for the program. And they fell flat. They only won the eight games last year when we were anticipating them to be a 10-win team and compete for the Pac-12. But instead, they tie for second in the South and ultimately end up fourth, I believe, in the Pac-12. But frustrating. This this was a team that should have done better last year. This is a team that consistently underachieved during the Herm Edwards tenure. In his four years and three games with the Sun Devils, this, this just was not a program that was living up to the hype that it was supposed to have. Real quick, before we continue, I do want to talk about our friends over at Nugenics. Nugenics is a terrific product. I personally, as I'm starting to get older and have developed a bit of a tad bod for myself, I just rely on Nugenics to really help keep me healthy and making myself feel a little bit better. You don't have time to work out like me, but you want the energy and the body you once had. I, ever since I discovered Nugenics, I just, I feel relieved, but you know, it's not your fault. As men age, our body naturally loses testosterone, you know, the man hormone. It happens to every man and can make it more difficult to stay in shape and energetic and active. That's because when you were younger, at the peak of your testosterone production, what some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone. Wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and that old swagger back in your step? Take a look at this. Nugenics Total T maintains man-boosting ingredients like testosterone. Uh, testophen, which has been validated by five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Because Nugenics Total Tea boosts free testosterone that the aging process robs, you'll feel stronger, leaner, and more energy and drive and more passion too. Your partner will notice the difference. Nugenics Total Tea is the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Nugenics Total Tea can help re-energize your life and help get the powerful, confident, good-looking warrior you used to be. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics tea 
when you text college to 231-231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help get you back on back into shape fast. Absolutely free. Text college to 231-231. Again, text college to 231-231. Guys, back into this conversation, this absolutely hectic conversation here. Uh, so I, I, I think we've kind of established the reason why Herm was fired for the most part. I mean, diving into the ultimate factor was the loss uh, last night against Eastern Michigan. I mean, they just absolutely wet the bed against again against an Eastern Michigan team that had no business coming to Tempe and winning this game. And they they won convincingly. They won 30 to 21. They absolutely dominated time of possession. And because of that, it, Arizona State was just unable to do anything. Samson Evans on the ground game looked like the next coming of Adrian Peterson. He carried the ball 36 times, turned it into 258 yards and a touchdown. That's 7.2 yards per carry. And by the way, Samson Evans had never had a 100-yard game in his career before coming to Tempe and just absolutely romping this defense. Defense had no answers last night. Guess what? Defense is Herm's specialty. And yet, there was just no figuring out what the heck was going on with this defense. It just was getting run over. It's just frustrating, 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 frustrating. Is what it is, I guess. I don't know. Offensively, I mean, they, they look solid for the most part. Emory Jones could have been better. 20 of 32, 182 yards and a touchdown. Valaday continues to look amazing. 127 yards, another touchdown, 7.9 yards per carry. Uh, Elijah Badger is breaking out as the number one receiver. But, I mean, looking at this team as a whole, the offense just couldn't do enough. They were unable to sustain good long drives. And then the defense just got absolutely run over. They were able to record their first two sacks of the year. They got another interception on the game via Kwan Markham, but it just all for naught, man. It just did not matter. No, it there there were solid performances here. Kyle Sully had another eleven tackle game. He's probably on pace for a hundred tackles at this point. He's been playing terrific. Chris Edmonds continues to play good. Anthony Cooper looks good. Uh, uh, Kwan Markham looks good. Nessa Jade Silvera looks good. But despite all of this, ASU's defense is just, they, they didn't live up to the challenge last or this, this past game, which is frustrating because they certainly did it against Oklahoma State. So it's like, where are these two completely opposite teams coming from? This again is Herm's specialty. And this was going to be a much bigger onus on Herm this year after Antonio Pierce stepped down as the defensive coordinator. And yes, I understand that uh, the new defensive coordinator for the team, uh, is it Rob Rodriguez, I believe? I need, I need to double check. Uh, Donnie Henderson. Rodriguez is another positional coach for the team. Uh, Donnie Henderson, like, yeah, I, I understand that, you know, he's still going to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting for the team, but ultimately it, it does kind of fall on Herm to be able to pick up the slack right now. And they just were unable to do that. So in the meantime for Arizona State, the the uh, running back coach, uh, Sean Aguano, I believe is how you pronounce his name. If not, I apologize, uh, will be the interim head coach. He was the running back coach for the team. He's been with the team since 2019. 
obviously has had some pretty good success considering the amount of rushing yards that ASU just piles up every year. Rashad White, Chip Trianum, Daniel Nagata, X Valade, Emory Jones, Jaden Daniels. They have had no issue running the football. And a lot of that is because of Aguano's just excellence in coaching those running backs. Uh, he was an assistant coach for the team. Not a terribly surprising move that he ends up getting promoted as the interim head coach. Now, whether or not he ends up as the full-time head coach for the team by the end of the year, will kind of be up in the air. We'll have to wait and see as to what's going to end up happening there. But, I mean, Arizona State is in a lot, a lot, a lot of trouble right now. And we're going to talk about that more in just a moment to close out this podcast. But first, let me tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. BetOnline is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports information for this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts for football right now. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action happening right now at BetOnline, where the game starts. Final thoughts here. This is going to be an incredibly difficult season for Arizona State to try and finish out the year. Looking at it, I truly don't know how many more wins there are here. You're going to drop your next three games, I would say. You have Utah coming to Tempe. That's a loss. You have to go to LA to play USC. That's a loss. Two blowout losses, mind you. And then you have Washington coming to Tempe. Bad news. They're number 18 in the country now. That is a loss. At that point, you are now a one and five football team. You are two losses away from being ineligible for a bowl game. You go to Palo Alto to play Stanford. I'm not going to rule us out in that game. We played pretty well against them last year. They haven't looked terrific this year. Uh, you got to go to Boulder to play Colorado. Again, right now, that's there. There are no more guaranteed wins on the on this on this season. But I will take you to beat Colorado. Uh, UCLA comes to Arizona State uh, to Tempe. That feels like a loss. Uh, we got to go up to uh, Pullman to play Wazoo. That's a loss. Oregon State comes to Tempe. That's a loss. And then you go down to Tucson to play U of A. As much as I want to say that's a win for sure, it just I, I'm not going to confirm it. Jaden Delore is playing absolutely outstanding football for them down south. Who would have thought that the reigning Pac-12 freshman of the year was going to be good? So right now, looking like there, truly, I don't feel confident about any of these games. I think in the best case scenario, you can get three more wins which would get you to a four and eight record, which is terrible, 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 terrible. The expectations in Tempe have never been national champions, but they have always been contending for bowl games and contending for the Pac-12 conference title. You were not even close this year. The, the season is essentially over as much as I don't want to be doom and gloom. This season is going to be incredibly difficult to rebound from at this point. You're one and two. You lost to Eastern Michigan. You got your butts handed to you by Oklahoma State. And sure, you got a 40 to three win over NAU, but that's what you were supposed to do. You now have three straight games against top 18 opponents, let alone top 25. 
You got to go two straight road games to Palo Alto and Boulder. You got UCLA coming home, and then you go right back to Pullman. And then you got Oregon State at home, who kicked your butt last year. And you got to go to Tucson. And you got to believe that the Wildcats are going to be very much set on just completely sinking this season for Arizona State. Last year, U of A won one game. Do you think there's not going to be encouragement for U of A to want to try and do the same thing to Arizona State if somehow the Sun Devils do not manage to pull off a win before they get down to Tucson? Absolutely. U of A has a lot to play for for the, re- for the rest of this season just to make sure they're not the worst team in Arizona. This is tough, man. Like, ultimately, I understand this was definitely the right move moving forward for the program. This had to happen eventually. Uh, it, to me, it happened a lot sooner than I anticipated, but that's also because I didn't envision us losing to Eastern Michigan, which ultimately is what prompted the termination of Herm Edwards' head coaching career with Arizona State. So nothing overly surprising. I'm just surprised at the timing. But it felt like a move that needed to happen ultimately is a move that did happen. But we're going to save the rest of the conversation for a little later this week. Uh, tomorrow's edition of the podcast, I'm going to be breaking down the Eastern Michigan game. I'm not going to talk about Herm Edwards too much since I did spend a lot of time talking about him now. But look forward to the Tuesday edition of the podcast if you want more of a break de- breakdown of everything that's going on with the Sun Devils program with Herm Edwards moving forward. That does wrap up this emergency edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, though. Thank you guys so much for making it your first listen of the day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you want to check us out in that visual platform, of course, make sure you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update every time we post new content, Monday through Friday, and the occasional emergency podcast. Follow me on Twitter at RichieBrads36, and follow the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun So until next time, guys, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun